0: Good morning, Pilisa, Leela. Thanks for joining me this morning uh, for the Intraparadox interview. I hope you have had uh, a great um, morning so far. Um, Welcome to Intraparadox.
1: Thank you, Mutle, for inviting me. Um, I usually prepare for greater mornings. Yes. (laughs) So that's my mantra.
0: Well, I'm glad that you are prepared for our talk because, you know, this is an unprepared talk. Um, I would like us to talk a little bit um, um, about your your career, uh, particularly focusing on, uh, you know, the past three years or so.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, obviously, like everybody else, you have also um, lost a year with COVID mm-hmm. um, because everybody's 2020, you know, seems to be, um how can I put it? Seems to be a blank.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Um, you have won the Absolute Atelier in, um, in 2018. Am mm-hmm. I correct? Yeah,
2: 2018.
0: Yes. Art competitions, you know, some people love them. You know, people have a love and a hate relationship with art competitions. And uh, I'm also aware that you, you, at one point, you also entered the Sassel Music Signatures Art Competition. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience, you know, of participating in uh, in, art, in art competitions?
1: Mm. Um, the SASSOL was, my, was the, the first competition I entered. I don't know which year, but I was in my undergrad at um, Swinney University of Technology, and um, that was mainly prompted by our lecturers. They were always advisors us to um, to enter competitions and. Um, so I think it was in my third year actually when I entered because we're already at a stage where we were finding um, concepts on how we want to work with our ideas going moving forward and how we want to mold our careers based on these concepts or signature in the work. Yes. Yes. And then, um, then the South Soul is in Pretoria, of course. It's taking place here at the Pretoria Art Museum. So it's close enough to submit. And then in relation to that, um it was the axa Latelia. Also um submissions were here in Pretoria, one of the submission points. What's it? Association.
0: Mm, the Arts Association.
1: Yes, so we're always advised to um also submit for that. So I did the first it was a drawing and it was selected as well at that first um at, at that point
0: in your career, sorry to mm-hmm. to come in here, you know, it just excites me to, you know, just to find out from you at that point in your career, what was your interest? You know, what were you uh, investigating through your art? What were you looking at?
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I hear that, you you know, you, if you remember uh, correctly, you say you have submitted a drawing at that point in time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What, what were your concerns at that time as an artist?
1: Mm-hmm so because i was still in undergrad so like i said working around building these concepts and building signatures um so it was at a time when we were told to bring images of where we come from um photo albums like my peers were submitting photo albums drawing ideas from there um what is happening in their family so the lecturers will always be questioning and asking what was happening in those photographs who is this and build um, some kind of um, body of work from that. And at the time, I didn't actually feel comfortable bringing my photo album or any photos of my family. Yes. And it was also because I was not even interested mm-hmm. <laughs> in having them in my work. Um, and so what I did, I stalled for a long for the longest time. And then when we went home to the Eastern Cape and um, Damanguluf, that's where my village is. That's when I started looking for things that I could come back with, um, especially objects. Yes. So um, I went around, and then there was um, a sheepskin at home. No, goat, goat actually. It was from a ritual that my parents did for me when you know became a woman. Yes. And I asked my mom if I could take it, and she said no. And I asked why she didn't explain it. It's like, no, it's not for taking or for making art. What are you going to do with it? And I didn't know at the time what I was, what I was going to do with it, in fact. And so... The, the sheepskin. The skin, The remember skin. Remember, it, it yes. it's for a ritual. It was for a ritual yes. specifically. Yes. Yes. So at the time, she didn't explain it, although I know it was for a ritual, because even the approach, when that ritual happened, it was awkward, because we're not people... Who speak about rituals at home, or practice them um, consistently. So it was a surprise even having that ritual, because some of my cousins have went into this intense um, virginity, virginity testing, spending time, I don't know, at a house where they were trained and introduced so, to this. So, so to the women. ritual
0: was like a coming of age, or mm-hmm. a passage you know, uh, into womanhood, if you, yes. if I may say so. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, but a summary. Yes. <laughs> and you wanted to take a fragment of this ritual, which is the gold skin, you wanted to incorporate it into your art making.
1: Yeah, I wanted to incorporate the object without the narrative. Oh, yes. Yeah, for me, I was seeing it as just an object that is always there at home. But um, the narrative behind it, really, I was not, because I didn't know much about it. Yes. Yes. And so um, I came with it. I, oh, I, I then collected sheepskin, she advised me, no? Rather take, like, maybe find sheepskin. So I went all over the village looking for sheepskin. For sheepskin. Yes. So um, it was not from a ceremony that we did at home. So I washed them, I, I, she taught me how to preserve them, like put them in the sun every day, take them out and bring them back, make sure that they don't mould um and this is your
0: grandmother my mother your mother this Mm -hmm. is your mother who's taking you through all this ancient old processes of of preserving uh, the sheepskin. yes Mm -hmm.
1: yes so i came back with it we were all excited at the time because now we are part of we are doing the project together yes so i came back with it um and then i showed it to my lecturers and they were confused uh Because remember, the journey for me was the more exciting one, collecting this sheepskin and I'm taking it to a painting class. Yes. So I came back and, yeah, I was told about getting injections for like touching it, like, you know, it's animal. Like there was just a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And um, I was encouraged still to bring images from home. And I decided I'm going to make copies and photograph the sheepskins. Yes. That's what I did the next process and then I brought the photographs instead and I said I want to work with these photographs um, then and um, from there the, the idea was still not, I mean the conceptual part of it was still not there for me and it's also because I was not opening up to them because um, I, I didn't think they would understand um, the, 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 the the cultural, cultural significance, yes, significance
0: of, of the sheepskin.
1: Yes, without people being in the image. For instance, yes. if, if I decided to take a picture of people in a crowd, um, I could have done that. But at the same time, I couldn't do that because we're always told at home not to go near the crowd when there's a ceremony as, as girls. And it's only later when I was doing... Uh, these projects that my uncle was like, no, it was just a way of getting rid of you guys, <laughs> you know? Um,
0: yes. So you submitted the sheepskin yes. for your project at school. Yes. And then the lecturers were skeptical about mm. what is this? So, so yes.
1: that's when the technique now came in. So I I, I would look at this the, the images and transfer them into canvas. And this was only a year later when we changed lecturers because the previous lecture, I don't know, he just, he was even telling people they can't paint, but they're in a painting class, and it was not motivating at all. He was the genius at that point, (laughs) because he would bring his own um, artworks paintings paintings and put them in like on display. And then so he was telling us actually to paste, um, what do you call them, photocopies onto the canvas. And then paint over the photocopy because you wouldn't have time as well and then others they were told they can't paint um and you wonder why you're in that class This,
0: this must have been a very traumatic experience because i'm thinking somebody who loves art and who wants to study you know art in a formal institution and they finally get there and maybe they're good in drawing Mm. Uh, and then in painting, maybe it's the first time that they handle paint.
2: Mm. You know,
0: it takes years to perfect uh, painting technique.
2: Mm. You know,
0: uh, how did you manage to deal with with the strain, with with this uh, this difficult moment of uh, of facing this criticism? You know, that mm. says you can't paint or you're not good enough. Because I get a sense that. A lot of students felt that they were not good enough, you know, to be in that class. Mm. You know, how did you deal with this moment in your life, in your, you know, as a student?
1: Mm. It actually began in, in first year, you know. You could feel a sense of awkwardness because you, you don't come from an art background, you are there to learn. And you get into an art school and realize, oh, there's ceramics, what is that, there's sculpture. What is that? I, I came into, I, I went to school to draw people, like to learn how to draw faces and all this excitement about getting this perfect drawing. And then you arrive there, and yeah, the the crit sessions, especially, and we didn't call them crit sessions at the time because it was just one lecturer giving you a mark. Yes. And it started from there where you see um, responses from your colleagues, of course, because mm. the the lecture will go around the class and give comments on your work praise you if he wants to praise you and people started to drop out and it was mainly black students Mm. that were dropping out Um, because of that discouragement because now you you, this is something that you used to do uh, like it was arts and culture at school but it's something you used to enjoy at at high school
0: in high school you uh, you actually enjoyed this
1: Mm. Mm -hmm. now it becomes this this um, I don't know, man, in, in terms of how the comments come in, it's discouraging in a way because it's, it almost creates a comparison between you guys, not acknowledging what you are doing specifically and your yes. capabilities, but it's mm. compared to another person um, who, let's say, has even had better uh, high schooling that where art is arts, and not just art and culture. Yes, yes. Yes. So those comments started there. Um, and also, for instance, my name is Piliswa Lila. Some will say Piliswa Lila. And, and lecture gets to So your they work. pronounce your name in English. Yes. And then they get to your work. They see the same name or the name. They want to see your face.
0: They think you're not black.
1: Mm. Whereas with other students, they already know it's...
0: This is a black dude.
1: Yeah, no, this this is a black dude, yes. This is a white one, Uh, a white student. Also, you'd find that they even have relationships already with the parents. That was in first year. And so when other students were dropping out, like for me, that was not an option because Mm. my parents have already paid for me to be here. And so... um,
0: you did your first year in what year, by the way?
1: 2016.
0: So in 2015, you were in high school and in mm. 2016, you were a first year at Swan University of Technology. Mm.
2: Oh, that's uh,
0: first yes. year. And uh, I just find it so r- remarkable um, that, you know, some of the students, especially those who dropped, they never really uh, launched a complaint you know, mm. at that point in time. And I think this is all over, if you really think about it, where people do not realize that they have the power to negotiate a situation that is underprivileged in them. Mm.
2: Uh,
0: so you you were able to, you know, to stick around because your parents, obviously, they were not going to, you know, appreciate the fact that you have dropped out.
1: Mm. They were not. And so what I did from there on, first year, it was just to to do the project.
0: Was your heart still in it? I mean, if you really think about it, that, you know, your, some of your colleagues, mm-hmm. they dropped out and then, you know, the comment that were coming from the lecturer, they, they were not really motivating, you know, uh, and here you are, you, you are faced with a situation, whereas when you were in in high school, mm-hmm. you've always wanted to draw people, as you've just said mm-hmm. earlier. and. Here you are, you know, you've been taught theory, you've been taught practicals and Mm. maybe one of the practicals that you really enjoy, which is painting, I'm assuming, Mm. at that point in time, you know, you're finding it difficult because uh, the lecturer is this person who is closed up and is very critical Mm. uh, to your colleagues, to you and your colleagues' work. But how did you rock up the courage to carry on?
1: I'm trying to think. if
0: you can remember
1: mm. it like I said it was doing the work and my parents but also the excitement yeah my parents were very interested as well in work, especially my dad he was very interested in what I was doing and what I was learning and art being a subject because really I did not have a background and so my mind I was there to learn more than anything else
0: did you draw strength from your father's support?
1: Yeah I did I did because when people visited he would come he would like he would show them your work my work yes and um, from there on that's when I didn't I didn't have computer experience. I remember having a friend who was very good at typing and doing all these things. No, just press me. <laughs> 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 so we'd sit there at the ERC together, and like I'm like, I'm struggling. No, just press anything. Just search it. Just look for this Gmail. I didn't know about Gmail. There's Gmail. Open an email, me. Mm. So it's people like that that still encourage me. Um, and so what else happened? Yeah, I think that's where my family also are. Like, like I said, I draw no, you the courage from and the
0: courage from your family, yes. particularly your father. Yes, and, and and now I remember because I asked you this question of your um, of your academic background
2: mm.
0: um, simply because uh, we were talking about your first art competition that you know you entered. So you you continue to work with the concept of the sheepskin and uh, you uh, obviously I remember the lecturer said you must paste uh, copies of you know um, of whatever photography that you've done and then pen, paint over them uh, mm-hmm. on a canvas and what were, what were the successes in, in, in this approach especially on your side because I'm familiar with your work. And mm. I remember there was a time that you really, your work really went the abstract route of, of concentrating on the sheepskin.
2: Mm. Um,
0: how did you arrive at a comfortable space where you reconciled you know, this idea of using um, sheepskin, which yeah. started already as a goatskin, by the way?
1: Yeah. So if I can just touch on the second year, mm. Ne? Mm. At around that time that's when I started doing my own research on what to what how else to entertain myself in order to really focus on school like to have a place where I can be inspired a place where I can learn a space where um, I can just know about South African art because there was art theory as well so they were they were speaking about museums and galleries but there were none. Existing in Pretoria, for some, for instance, Mm. always speaking about Joburg, and Joburg was this terrifying place. So, in that space where my friend was constantly saying I should Google anything, that's when I started also looking for spaces in Pretoria Mm. where um, I don't know
0: where you could extend your your experience.
1: Yeah, but where I could have fun mainly, where where you could.
0: Where you could enjoy, um, you know, your your art-making processes.
1: Mm -hmm. So that's when I came across the Prita Art Museum. And um, I remember speaking to you on the phone and um, expressing, Uwati, I want to... No, I'm interested in art. I'm a student. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. An art student. And then you invited me for a meeting. And then um, coming into this building, I mean... Like that was something new. Like, yeah, <laughs> didn't know anything about anything about South African art. Art was always because we were taught about Western art a lot of times. So, and then from there, my enjoyment began. So I'd go to school, and know, I'll come to the Prita Art Museum and do guided tours and learn about um, what 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 is happening at the museum. Do workshops with kids and meet other creatives. Uh, as awkward as I felt, as well. Yes. And then um, around that time, also some of these lecturers were leaving, like the early, so they were retiring. They were towards that process of retiring. Yes. So um, by things the, were changing yes. at
0: UT in terms of the the staff mix in terms of your lecturers.
1: Yes. Yes. So by the time I I was um, presenting this um, idea of sheepskin. So a lot of them had left. And the lecturer was telling us to 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 make photocopies and paste on canvas was still there. Mm. And I think in the middle, mid
2: We are now in your second year,
1: year by this the way. is third year now. This is third year. Because because we're still given um, a module in second year. told what to paint or which techniques what we're focusing just was to to develop and then so that by the time you get to third year you could have you you have a technique that you really enjoyed Mm. then you can use in your in your paintings or in your drawings so how do you make connections so um third year mid in the middle of the year a new lecturer came so um We're doing also these master copies (laughs) as well. Um, So you saw how I was performing on the master copy. So master copy was you going to the library and finding a book, finding an artwork. Um, That, of course, was not a South African artist.
2: Yes, Um, the one that
0: you chose.
1: No, we all didn't choose.
0: South African artists.
1: There were no examples.
0: Because you were not exposed to South Mm, African artists. And it
1: was rough. It looked mm. rough, like some, like a lot of them. It's almost like this unskilled, um, self-taught artist. So you'd find that it's not a like a Michel, Michelangelo or expression, like, what do you call Impressionism. Impressionism. Yes, that realistic effect of angels. So our lecturer was, was painting those at the time, like these perfect, perfect, perfect. He how was, you a, he, he was blend. a naturalistic painter. Yes, how mm. you blend um, colors, um, details. So the master copy was about that. Mm. So the new lecturer saw me doing that and didn't understand why I wasn't then applying that to my concepts and um, these images that I have of the skin and actually transferring them on the canvas and not pasting and then painting over. Yes. And at the time I was even experimenting with painting on the skin and using it as a canvas, and he said no. He would like me to actually paint, you know, um, even paint if paint the skin, paint the skin, yes, and get the technique like this master. What did te- you? It to, was a
0: he wanted you to now look at the skin now. Yes,
1: yes, yes, and blending colors, mm. which colors to use, which brushes, which sizes of brushes, the shape of the brush how Does it feel the different textures of the paint itself as you take it out of the cube and um and, and applying it? And it was taking a lot of time. And it's like, no, it's fine, do it.
0: That ex- that's actually the process, mm. yes. Yeah,
1: so I'd be having these small, tiny brushes, <laughs> grids, mm, yes, yes, and painting block by block by block. And I could see the results, but it was really a lot of work, yes. a lot of work. So um, this is in third year. This is in third year. That's mm-hmm. when the, now I, I called it a technique because I was doing a technical. I feel it felt technical. I was not um, having ideas about it. It was just getting it yes. and getting, m- making myself comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And when the lectures then saw these results, that's when, yeah things were coming, almost coming together. Everyone was enjoying seeing um, the work from the image to onto the canvas. Mm.
0: Is there a moment that when you look at how your technique evolved, Mm. um, that when you look back and then you say to yourself, I'm glad I listened to my lecturer because, Mm. you know, if I didn't, the results that I'm seeing now would not have been possible. Is there a moment like that in your practice?
1: They are. I'm glad he came. It was Jan van der Merve, actually. Yes. He's still there. Too, too. I'm glad he came at that time because I don't think I would have carried on painting with painting. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have carried on doing drawings.
0: You would have given up?
1: I would have went to ceramics. Oh yeah. I never give up. So I would have went and focused on ceramics. ceramics you would have switched became, to something else? Yes, yeah, ceramics was more enjoyable because you're doing whatever you like and Jan was there in ceramics actually and sculpture even though I didn't enjoy sculpt so it was a space where um you you, you your emotions were in ceramics if you're in a bad mood you know it won't the, the pot you get not, no results from that day yeah yeah and a lot of us were there in ceramics so it was a space also where uh you'd have these conversations with your peers you knock off late you enjoyed, yeah, yeah. So, um,
0: now the technique came together, mm. and you're in your third year, mm. and this will roughly maybe be uh 2017, 20,
1: 2018, 20, 18, somewhere there. No, no, no,
0: no, it's not, 20, it, I might move in too fast. I, <laughs> I said
1: 2015, right? It yes. was. Two thousand and six, when I started my first year—not twenty six. I mean, really.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's okay. So yeah, so it's two thousand and eight. So we've added a decade. Yeah. So it's two thousand. You you're matric in two thousand and five. And five. And then in two thousand and six, you are at tut. Mm -hmm. And then it's two
1: thousand and six, two thousand and
0: seven, two thousand and eight. You know. um, And then 2009. But somewhere between 2008 and 2009, this is where you might have entered Sasol. Am I correct? Yes, yes. And at that time, your technique was refined. Would you say it? was the starting point. It was the starting point. So those were the
1: first paintings I made.
0: Yes. So um, when you entered the work for Sasol, um, and then you saw other people's work, you know, because I know when people submit work for Sasol, they are also bombarded by other works that have already been hung. Mm. What went through your mind, you know, when you saw other artists? I mean, you, you know, there was a possibility at that point that you may be exhibiting besides, you know, other artists. Mm. And, and, and for Sasol, it was not this concept of, of, of um, the sheepskin. It was. Was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I remember you said it was a drawing, so.
1: No, upside was a drawing. Oh, it was, a was a drawing, all oh, mm. right.
0: So now let's talk a little bit about the build-up now towards the art competition, because at one point you said, lecturers always encouraged, mm. uh, you know, you guys to participate in art competitions, mm. you
1: know.
0: Um, let's talk a little bit about your build-up towards Sasol New Signature. Mm. So
1: it was from those artworks um, that are, that I started with um, with Jan when he came. So it was a small series, about, I think about six, if not more, but 30 by 30 centimeters, Yeah, they, like, they
0: were like square yes. tiles
1: mm. and
0: very fiery in terms of, um, because now remember, there was a time where you went into sort of warm colors with those mm. paintings. And there was a time where there was a little bit of a cool color in them. These ones that you entered for Sasson New signature's, in terms of color tone, um, what color tones were they in? Can you remember? It was more
1: earthy. It's is the sienna, Naples yellow? Mm.
0: Your signature colors. Yes,
1: whites, black. Mm. Those are the those were the main colors I worked with. Only colors I worked with yes. with those paintings, and.
0: Any particular reason why your palette, you know, has stuck around around this range of colors?
1: I think it goes back to the, that training of being um, advised to actually look at the texture of the painting, mix mixing paints, mm-hmm. and not affording to actually have a lot of paints. <laughs> 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 so if you didn't afford to buy a, a blue, or, uh, Cobalt blue with another blue, like those yeah. shades of blues.
0: You you had to figure them out as yes. you went along.
1: Yes, so mixing colors um, was very important at the time. How do you make that the, the you are not dark at some points but getting lighter? <laughs> it's,
0: it's a science in itself, isn't it?
1: Yes. Oh. So um, so people would see these other colors, but actually you you've been using only f- four. Is it four? Yeah, only four.
0: Yes, yeah, so you, you sort of pinned mm. the other ones to mm. come out, mm. you know. Um, and what were the results, you know, in terms of your entry for Sasso Music Nations? You arrive with your paintings, mm. and then you see all these uh, other entrants, mm.
1: you know? I, If I can think of a feeling, like, I didn't think much of it, I think, at the time it was a matter of submitting because you were told to submit You like I was really encouraged to submit and putting them in, it was explained that they're going to make a selection and you read the entry form, mm-hmm. um, top hundred, top this. So I got into the top hundred. Yes. I was excited. That's when the excitement built up. And then, um, also your peers are excited and they're telling you more about the competition as well. Oh, imagine if you win, da, 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 da. you know, and I think where it became really something that I, I would have loved to have won is on the night and when On you're, the night of the announcement. Yes, the of announcement. The because you're still having these expectations that I'm going to win this. <laughs> So and then they announce their winners and I was not in like on that list and it still didn't click years later you apply again until APSA. um so
0: this would have been almost um, i mean if i look at the you know at the years here
2: mm.
0: um it would it would be almost almost a decade later Is you know it? when 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 you um won the APSA, you know uh, the no it was
1: Yes. I've entered a drawing fest. Yes. Well, I was still, yes. It was at well, the APSA well, when I was invited yes. as part of the selected artists, like it was a private lunch. Okay. And then that's when you click that, okay, they don't announce on the day. Actually, you get invited to these things beforehand to know that you're part of the crew that's oh, going to win. So
0: so, so so, it clicked later that if you would have made it for the Sasson Music mm, League... Because
1: I was broken.
0: You would have been invited to a luncheon. Mm,
1: <laughs> and that made piss me off even more that <laughs> they don't say that in the entry so that you don't create this expectation
2: mm, mm. that
1: you are there and they're going to announce. Mm. The winners are already dressed up like the top 10 or top 5, and then they're going to choose number 3, 2, one, and all those marriage yes. hours. So, yeah, it was only later where you it. realize he, Oh, and even there at, at at the association, it was only regional. And then I entered the Absalatia again. It was a painting. Yes. Now I was very confident in my... Painting style I've even went bigger. How many years
0: apart are these instances? You know, when you entered the drawing with the Absala Atelier,
1: mm. and then when
0: you entered the painting. How many years apart are these?
1: So that, so my third year, I did my BTEC. It was diploma the year, and mm. then the BTEC. Yes. So from the BTEC exhibition, it was, it was the drawings.
2: This
0: is in two thousand then, the BTEC when you did the BTEC.
1: Is it not ten or eleven? Because I was repeating. Some of your modules, yeah, it was the computer class. Mm. Um, so it's what, two, six, seven, eight, then nine. I was doing my BTEC. Okay.
0: So you did your BTEC in
1: finishing this other uh, module. Module. So it was not really a BTEC. It was me finishing this module, but I was encouraged to actually produce work mm. and then I'll focus on my theory mm-hmm. and submit yes so I finished in 2011
0: Okay. 2010 2010 mm. so in 2010 that's where you entered the absolute atelier um, mm-hmm. with uh, with the drawing am I am I correct
1: no with the drawing was before that okay so 2010 was when I entered the painting
2: mm-hmm.
1: rather a bigger work. Those were for my b Yes. The drawings were for the drawing class, actually. But they also captured the skin um, with charcoal, using charcoal, and soft Mm pastels, dry pastels. And then um, I entered again. And then that was when I made it to the top five.
0: 2010.
1: 2010, with that painting. And I was called to come to Joburg. Mm-hmm. So it was that technique but now expanded. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember with that work, even when the lecturers were marking now my, 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 my work, um, I remember I was I, I was told that it's taking time for me to finish. like really it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And I was advised maybe to to, to, to start, um, doing it free flow, like not looking at the picture, but the picture being there, but um, making the lines bigger and larger and stuff like that. So I went that um, route with one work and then another work I still kept with the grid and the really intense um, details. And you could see the difference that it was not creating the same impact. So mm. that the, the detailed work, um, the laborious work was more visually um, pleasing than mm. The one that visually appealing, appealing, yeah. Than the other work, that just me playing around. So um, with this work, I combined the sheepskin with the goat skin. So my mom now was okay with me taking photographs of that goat skin, mm-hmm. not using the object itself. Yes. So I entered that work. It was called Skin Disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, that's when I made, I got the merit prize and I was invited now. Like, you're it clicked even then that, like, okay,
0: this is how,
1: this is how you're treated mm-hmm. when you are part of a competition, yes. competition, get invited, um, you are told that you're going to, you do a shoot, you do interviews beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even want to go there, in fact, because I didn't understand why they wanted me there. The lady begged me. Like, no, you have to. I'm like, no, I'm in Pretoria. Nobody's going to take me to Joburg. Mm. Why do you want me there? Mm. You can just announce I'm part of the top ten. I haven't won the competition. If I was the winner in my head, it would make sense for me to actually speak to my dad and say, I'm going to Joburg. He'd have to adjust his his schedule. His, no, his, his
0: his mindset. His mindset
1: as well, because Joburg is not a familiar place to all of us, and yeah. that's why we're always discouraged to go there. Because when you when we pass or when he's been there for work, it's not a place where you can just walk. And also, what we hear about Joburg. So I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to?
0: to get there
1: to get there my dad is like no he's not going to Joburg. the
0: funny thing is your artwork your artworks have already gotten there
1: <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> like yeah that's when i took a taxi yes i took a taxi to Jobek and there was this um guy in Atlanta from the standard bank very kind
0: yes i i, I remember plant
1: mm. yeah. he's like no i'll bring you back i'm like I, but you stay in jobeck and this lady calls again and she's like, no, I've found people who are going to bring, you're going to come back with to Pretoria. Like she's nagging at this point. And that's when, okay, I took a taxi. Courage, money everywhere. <laughs> 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 My body, just in case.
0: Yes. And then you, you arrived at the, at the mm. headquarters, at the gallery, mm. obviously.
1: That's and, when they were mm. telling us what's happening. Mm, and then they were announcing because there was the top ten, and then you they, they do merits. When I I was I got the merit prize, mm-hmm. um, which was twenty five thousand at the time. Yes. Yeah, it was a very strange, but
0: it was a great feeling. I suppose. Yeah,
1: a very good feeling.
0: And at the, at, at that time in your in your life you know, did you have some kind of a flashback in terms of, you know, when you first began studying, the rigor of perfecting your technique, Mm -hmm. the hardships that you've went through um, with evolving your style and really finding your artistic voice. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And I mean, you are in this moment where you treated with so much respect Mm -hmm. that you, you, that you never (laughs) thought that, you know, you'd be given. Uh, mm. did you did you have any uh, profound feeling that you would like to share
1: with us? I can say that I, you know there's something that about people how people treat you that you don't see about yourself so what I would be reflecting on mainly was that first year you know coming there and Wanting to do art and feeling exhausted by the same thing that you wanted to learn
2: mm-hmm. and
1: enjoy. And then I look at um, still where I want to see myself. Yes. And where I wanted to see myself at the time is really my work being collected more than anything to have somebody buy the work and having the work. And financially, I didn't understand because it was this thing: what the artist must have the passion. It was not about money, you know.
0: The same old story that we've heard before. Mm. And this is a career. This is a um, it's a source of income. You mm. know, if you really think about it, it's a, it's, it's a skill. It's a craft. Um, it is yes, I can agree. Uh, with that saying that it must be driven by passion. Mm. But at the end of the day, there are bills to be paid,
2: Mm. you know,
0: uh, you have to look after yourself, you have to eat, you have Mm. to invest in new materials, you know, so that your practice can go on. Mm. It is not that different from a doctor who is checking his patients every day, you know, and the patients have to pay so that the doctor can continue to be there to provide a service. Yes, Mm. yes.
1: And I only understood that when other artists were coming to me and constantly telling me that they were selling work, and I didn't understand why my work was not selling. because we were having exhibitions here at the museum. Yes. And that's the expectation you have as an as, as an, an artist, because mm. a sale means somebody is taking the work. For me, it was the person taking the work and having the work with them, um, and it it was not happening, and I was getting frustrated even with Pretoria at that point. Yes. And I remember TUT wanted We, we are
0: still to, in 2010, by the yeah,
1: way. Yeah. Yes. TUT wanted to collect two of my artworks, and I think I was supposed to pay to, to sell it for like less than 3,000 at the time, individual works. It was like a meter by meter artworks, like very beautiful like- These were their prices- yes, At that time. Yes. So now, those, the artworks that they even wanted were those where now I was confident, I had conf, confidently built up this. This is this where technique. Your,
0: your, your technique was at mm. in terms of uh, and size as well, stretching
1: yes. myself. Yes. I had stretched myself in, in those artworks. And also, I'd, I had included um, um, human form in some of them, like camouflaged with the skin. Mm because I was trying to bring this concept of bone and structure. And I don't know why I, it was human and animal, Mm. in a way. Um, But I was very interested in the bone, because I used to look at anorexic um, people at the time, like the bone structure. And yeah, it was becoming a meditative as well, I think, at the time, because when I look at the work, it's. Because the one was there's one that is um, titled "Human." I still have it. Mm-hmm. It's just somebody sitting like mm-hmm. this, crouching. Crouching, yeah, yeah. And when I look at it now, I kind of connects with um, some of the things that I kind of deal with in the work right now, or mm. things that are constantly in my life and I'm thinking about, um, and that could be on a physical or on a spiritual level. Yes. So um, they went to those artworks and. Yo, I was like, no, it's, the price is too low. And it was only because we were having shows here at the museum, and um, some of the lecturers were not attending those openings to see what we're doing. So the only reason, the reason behind um, them wanting to buy that work for that price, it was because I was still a student, and I haven't um, experienced the industry. But for me, I had taken myself so seriously because of um, the conversations mm. we're having here at the museum with yes. you, Motle, um, that we're already artists, we're already professionals. Yes. Um, as much as we are students, the day we entered, that's when our profession began. Yes. So we should not take that for granted. So my mind, like it was, it had those conversations. I'm like, nope.
0: I'm not going to sell my work for the lowest price. Mm. You know, I know how how much I'm worth and I know how much my work is worth.
1: Mm. And I've I have not I had not even had that amount in my account except for that twenty five thousand, which I did not spend. It my, was
0: still intact.
1: I'm telling you, my dad took me to a financial advisor. He's like it, she doesn't need it. <laughs> 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 not even the financial advisor is like a thousand rands. He's like, no, she doesn't need it
0: invest this money for us mm.
1: please so put it away
0: mm.
1: and then the statements would come he'd mm. sit with me and show sure. show me the statement show me his own accounts with the same um investments yes and building that up yes yes that yes. money should sit there i should not touch it
0: yeah. and this is very important in terms of uh, how when a work sells you know, uh, it now translates into a monetary value. But mm. we need to look after this monetary value. If we do not have pressing matters that require money, that we should invest this money elsewhere mm. so that you know it can it can have an interest. Mm. And and, and, and what happened afterwards? Now the money is invested.
1: No you the money is so now I I didn't even have this this thousand rand that they was they wanted to give me like to sell for me to sell this work for in my accounts but one thing I knew the work was not worth it was not worth a thousand rands yeah worth a thousand rands and still it was this comparison that was taking place no so and so has sold the work for this amount and it was bigger works and stuff like that but I still didn't see that work more valuable than my work work. your work Mm. and so I was like no um, I'm not selling it. What is going to happen to the work? I'm like, no, I'll keep it at home because I love the work, it's mine. So,
0: yes, and I suppose the work itself becomes some kind of a, a point of departure in terms of if you were doing experiments mm. um, after many trials and errors, this work, you know, that you felt so passionate about that you were not going to just let go of it, mm. uh, you know, on a meagre payment of mm. some sort. You wanted to people to, to really invest in you if they were going to buy the work, mm. you know. And I suppose the work is the results of the, these experiments that you have been laboriously working on in terms of perfecting your technique and working on your concept.
1: That's why this work was so yes. intimate and valuable to you. It, it was that, Mutle. But I think us exposing ourselves like me exposing myself or finding ways of exposing my mind or getting into shows. Like we went even to the bag factory to do researches, we do walkabouts um, and learning all these different things outside of the university. And the reason now being that we want to buy this work at a lesser price because you are still a student.
0: And meanwhile, you've had outside experiences Mm. which have shaped Mm. this work, I I understand Mm. now.
1: So for me, that was Mm. my reason not. I would have, I think, if I hadn't had this um, experience of being here at the British Art Museum as a volunteer, I would have sold that work for that amount without question. Yes. Mm. So it's set Mm
2: -hmm.
1: for about two years. Until... Um, and meanwhile,
0: you've been producing other works yes. while this work is there.
1: Yes. Mm. I, was, I was constantly producing work. Consistently, not even knowing where I'm going to show it. It piled up at home. And I was producing because I had the hope also that somebody is going to collect this work. Mm. And because also, like you said, um, and I think you said uh, how I see myself... How I see myself um, and the value that I put in my work or my my mindset. Yes, yeah, something. My mindset.
0: Yeah, something like that. And
1: it, what kept me going was also because there were these artists who constantly came to me and telling me, "Oh, I sold this. I sold that." <laughs> like you like, it's as if for me the way I reasoned it was like, I'm not sure if these people think that I'm making a lot of money
2: mm-hmm.
1: or what, because even my peers always saw me as this. Talented painter,
2: mm.
1: better painter, because also there, you remember we were all discouraged that we can't paint. Yes. So I'm this person who stayed with it, and become so great at it, but I don't see greatness. Because of in what myself. was,
0: because of what was said to you. Yes,
1: to all of us. Mm, to all of. Mm. To all of us, but then it goes it, and then it goes back to then. How much attention do you get? as well in that class, like once again, like when you're progressing a bit well, then uh, you see your mark at the end of the year. It's different from... It's improved. Yes, it's improved, it's different from your your peers. And because we're grown into this comparison, then it becomes the fact that, okay, you're doing well because you're even getting better marks.
0: Great marks. Yes.
1: Mm -hmm. So when other artists were telling me how much they're making, I kind of reasoned it in that way with, okay, maybe they think I'm way ahead of them, of them, and I should be actually selling more work. And at that time, I'd even change my image because you know, this you dress as an artist if I can say it's an artist look <laughs> because it's everybody's look. Sometimes you get these bankers wanting to be artists <laughs> even at that time. So. I'd cleaned up my look. There was a day where I bought heels, like, yeah. like, stop wearing them to church. Let's go to the gallery. Yes. The reaction was different.
0: Yeah, and, and there is a, there is a pre, you know, talking about that, there's a, there's a preconceived idea of how artists should look, mm. you know. And I also feel differently that you should look as presentable as possible
2: mm. because
0: you are presenting an image. You are actually a business person. And then you want people to take you seriously. Mm. You have to start taking yourself seriously first, before you th- you know you can uh, ask for somebody to take you seriously. Mm. You know. So during that time, you went through an evolution of of seeing yourself as a professional artist.
1: No, it was not even seeing myself as a professional mm. artist. Because when I was dressing, the way I was dressing, mm. I was serious, very yes. serious. Yes. But it was just playing with this. Annoyed by how a person would quickly assume that make assumptions of you in these openings. Um, yeah, like oh you're an artist. Oh mm,
0: yes, I get Or
1: the, there's just this small talk, annoying small talk. Yes, <laughs> you know. Or they expect you to know something related to art. Or it's some, it's some banker trying to be cool, like, but the, the way they approach you, it's, mm-mm.
2: Yes.
1: So I changed my look as, a, as an experiment. So It was
0: like a performance piece. Exactly. If you allow me to say that.
1: Yes. yes. So I got in, then I set up the situation. You'd find nobody approaches you, like, you look different. And it, it gave me this confidence in a way. You have you feel like you're in power, like you feel, okay, I'm important here, yeah, like very important.
0: It's amazing how a dress code can really uh, manipulate how people see you.
1: Mm. 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 And the approaches are different. Mm. Now you are coming in as somebody from somewhere else, not anything as an artist. And when, when you say you're an artist, then the question is like, oh, you don't look like... Of an artist. I've had that. that before. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so, so even I, I experienced those experiences then, um, with my peers. Where a person, now I thought, okay, I started cleaning it up more, and I thought, okay, maybe it's from also my dress code mm. that one would think that okay things have changed for this one.
0: They think you are in the money. Now. Yes.
1: Yes. So they would come for advice sometimes and. I didn't understand.
0: You were seeking advice yourself. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: yes, definitely. So those things I think shaped my mentality. Um, so I started changing that, and then with the work itself, still frustrated because it was not selling. Mm-hmm. towards getting, I was getting really discouraged. Um, because now I can't explain even at all, Mugoti, how am I going to sustain myself? So you
0: find yourself in a situation where you're not really sure whether you're gonna make a career out of this. Mm.
1: And reality is hitting because mm. you you start understanding that the people that we looked up to are not alive.
0: Yes. So mm. this, if you, if you really think about it, will this make, um, our time, around about 2010, 2011, uh, mm. around this time when now you tweaked your image as part mm. of a performance. Would you say this is around 2010, 2011, mm. or still 29,
1: 2010?
0: It's
1: 2010, 2011. Mm. Because um, I became an assistant lecturer at TUT. At that time. At that time. Painting class.
0: And Now you find yourself at a situation where you now have to motivate students.
1: Mm. 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 And a lot of them are not coming to class. (laughs) (laughs) So I use that time to make my own work, honestly. I produce a lot of work. The work that you have. Yes. mm, It's from me sitting there and waiting for the students.
0: Yes. And I, you know, I continue to appreciate the work really. Yeah. uh, Day by day. And uh, I mean, when I looked at it, there was a piece that I saw at the APSA Gallery. It was not far away from the reception when you go into the APSA Gallery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, if I remember correctly, it was a fusion of of gold skin and paint. You know, If, if my memory serves in the me the exhibition. very well in the exhibition, if my memory serves me well in your solo exhibition,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know. Um, Around about 2020, when I came to see the exhibition, somewhere Mm -hmm. in March. Mm -hmm. And it made me think about the paintings, you know, the two paintings that I've Mm -hmm. got of yours. Um, But this was like the real thing itself, the tangible scheme, although uh, there's Mm -hmm. a fusion with, uh, I can't remember whether it was oils or whether it was Mm acrylics. So Mm -hmm. you use that time to produce your work uh, when the students did not show up. To, mm-hmm. uh, to class.
1: Yeah, I use that time to make work. But I. it's also when I realized how we were taught the things that really were not connecting or connect. Like I couldn't explain them at the time, but there's a narrative. There was also a narrative you'd find a lot of. Um, let's say black students are going towards and then white students also have their own technique i don't know there's a way yes you could see in the work because these were third years Mm. yeah
0: the students that you were teaching
1: yes you would see because we were working with concepts here remember that year.
0: so you could tell the work of the black students and the white Mm. students apart yes you could tell them apart
1: yes and tell them apart in a way you would see. It it was still about the photograph being the photograph. So a person would go around taking photographs of themselves or family or for both. Mm. But of course, the experiences are not the same. Yes. Um, And my frustration was always, of course, with the black student, that we are looking at an image. Yes, you did take this image, but what more can you bring? to the image. Yes. Yes, you are copying the image, but what else?
0: Can you bring into the image to make it interesting, to push the boundaries? Mm
1: -hmm. Because if I can still paint the same image, and the next person can still have the same technique, I'm sure there's much more that you can actually distort in the image or find um, that you can work with. Yes. So that, for me, that's where I was trying to, to, to take them because um, I was even working with this idea of a signature because a lot of people knew my work now because of the skin mm. and the intricacies of, um, of the artwork itself yes. as an abstract artwork. So I was trying to do that, even if it's figurative work, what else can you
0: do? You were do? challenging these students out of their comfort zone,
1: I suppose. Mm, I guess, I guess. So yeah, teaching and then now the image is really changing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm I'm not, I don't feel I'm there yet. As a person in my career, I'm feeling stuck still you know this can't be the only option
0: yes and being a lecturer also comes with its own responsibilities that students some students will approach you with challenges that Mm. they're having you are now also a sister you know uh, to these (laughs) uh, you know students um on the other hand you're also trying to push on your side
1: yes you
0: know so that your own career you know can be stabilized as an
1: artist yes Mm. definitely definitely and I was not even sure I know what I'm talking about because yeah. I just came from third year.
2: Yes. Mm.
0: No, I'm happy to, to, to hear this. Uh, it's, it's such a wonderful um, you know, development of your life journey from being a student, um, uh, being told that you can't paint. And at the later stage, expanding outside of TUT, Um, to seek out experiences out there.
2: Mm.
0: And then to finally find a source of strength to carry on with your studies and to carry on to perfect your technique. Mm. And then at the later stage, after participating in a couple of uh, art competitions, and then you have a job, you know, your stint as a teacher, Mm. teaching what you love, painting. Mm. it really ties uh, this first episode of our, uh, our talk neatly.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, in the next episode, what I would like us to talk about further is now, uh, eventually, you know, how you find your voice, how you find, how the concept now of what you really, really want to interrogate comes together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I really look forward um, to, you know, to the second part of this talk, Um, what would you say, you know, during this period of your life, you know, from being a student um, to a lecturer, what would you say is really the highlight at that time? It's just something that we can close off this um, episode with.
1: Hmm. I think as much as I've spoken about... um, being a tutor and having these challenges, right? Yes. I guess now thinking about it, the highlight was, is still about being there, like,
2: studying what what you love. Yeah.
1: Studying art, which was constantly a question, what is that? What are you going to do after that? Like, wherever you go, when you explain to people that you you are studying visual arts, what's that?
0: Was that
1: yes? So, the place itself, the lecturers, the environment mm. is meaningful to the work even that I'm doing today. Today, and so with the challenges, with the highs, with the lows, it it contributed a lot um, in my career, coming from. Um, Coming there with the mindset that, okay, we're drawing people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which is something that you thought that you were going to do, you know, for your entire three-year to yes. four-year career of studying yes. at TUT.
1: So knowing about ceramics, mm-hmm. photography, that's, uh, there's drama there. Like, it's it's a very it's a
0: It's a exciting. diverse, it's a diverse field, really. Mm. Yes.
1: So it's really everything... Is there. But at the same time, I think in our next conversation, it will then come back to where one comes from and how that actually even contributed more to why I was there at TUT and why I had to experience everything the way I did. Yes. I'm not sure about other people, but I actually brought my talent there, not the other way around. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you for um, opening up about your life experience and, you know, taking us through the challenges Mm -hmm. Uh, and also, you know, the positive outcome um, of you staying there, you know, finding a source of strength in your family, Mm -hmm. particularly your father. Uh, This was Intra Paradox and I had a conversation with uh, Lisa Lila, Um, please look out. For the next episode where we will now look at uh, 2011 and beyond
1: mm. thank you okay.
0: it's been a pleasure thank you
1: mm-hmm.